welcome. Come and have a slice of fresh bread. Fresh Bread is a podcast developed to share the Word of God, reflecting in small nuggets of time the deep truths that will bring courage to our soul, to our spirit, and to our minds. Come dine. Come partake. Come be blessed. This is Fresh Bread. I am your host, Ricardo Henry. Let's step in. Let's break bread together. Okay, so what is faith? What does it mean to have faith? And what does it mean to have faith in the midst of adversity, in despair and despondency? As spirit beings with a soul in a body, our life is a manifestation of God's intention or plan for our lives. Therefore, um, it is necessary for us to understand how faith plays an important role in how we please him. What does it mean to have faith? It means a trust and confidence that God's word is truth. What he says about himself, what he says about his son, what he says, says about you, what he says about other people, and even your circumstances, is that is that is truth. And so we have a trust and confidence in what he says. So for example, his word says in First Thessalonians 1 verse 4, you are beloved of God. So you and others, you are beloved of God. It also says that you are complete in Christ in Colossians 2 verse 10. So every person that comes to an understanding and responds to what Jesus Christ did on the cross, you are um, complete in Christ. He also speaks about, um, in his word, he speaks about our capability, what we can do um, as relates to Christ, being in Christ. He says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We know that. Um, based on scripture as well, our latter will be greater. And so anything that scripture says, we have a trust and confidence in. What does it mean to have faith during adversity? Philippians 4 verse 7 says, Have the peace of God which surpasses understanding. When you have faith, you can have the peace of God. Um, You can have the confidence and assurance in God's as a source you can have a trust and confidence in the fact that he continuously comes through for his people so it it, it, again um faith is the foundational life principle or fundamental truth or concept that is needed to direct our belief and our behavior then it means faith means to have trust and confidence in God's word as truth and what he says about himself, his son, and and ourselves and others. And then finally, what does it mean to have faith during adversity? It means having his peace whilst everybody else is is, um, worried and, and confused, you can have peace. Reverend Wilkes, you talk about faith as believing the truth that God says about you, what God 
says about you? How do you know what God says about you? How do I know that a word that is being spoken is for me? The beauty about God's word or scripture is that it contains fundamental truths that is applicable to all men everywhere. So um, it's not just applicable to situations or indicators in relation to instructions, precepts, or commands. That is true. But it also contains truths about man. As a matter of fact, in the very beginning, the Bible describes man as being created in his image and his likeness, meaning that we possess his characteristics. So he, who he is, we possess. So he, he is love. So we possess the, the capacity and capability to express and display love. Um, I like what Lauren Daigle says in her song, You Say, and, she's, and she um, goes into the, the course about I believe. So she says, you say I am loved, you say I am strong, you say I am yours. Throughout scripture, whatever scripture says about um, individuals, so it's not just, I won't get a word specifically, the Bible wouldn't say, Sylvia, you are. But what it, whatever it says, it is Sylvia, it's, it's um, Lauren, it's whoever. So you can put you can put who you are in there. So if, if the Bible says, um, I am strong in the Lord in Ephesians 6 verse 10, then it's applicable to you. If, if, um, if the Bible says that I am blessed, as, as you can see in Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 to 14, then you're, you're blessed. Revelation 21 7 speaks about um, and relates to me being victorious. So throughout scripture, whatever scripture says um, in relation to man, that is the fundamental truth that all men can claim. Having his peace, isn't it natural when things go wrong to become troubled about it? In fact, isn't fear a natural physiological response to stimulus from the outside? So I experience something frightful and I feel fear. Uh, so how do I transform that natural physiological response into a response uh, that is spiritual. How 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 does this take place? Or what do you mean? I can have peace while everybody else is is worried. Why would I not fear uh, when I experience something frightful or fearful? The physiological response to adversity and challenges is often is fear and fright. For example, the response of the missionary and his family in Africa who were held at gunpoint. Um, you know, they feared their lives. So it's a natural response. However, the peace of God, which we see in Philippians 4 verse 7, and the peace of God, which really begins with the peace with God, um, according to McLaren's exposition, um, which Philippians 4 says, 
4 verse 7 says, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus as you get closer to the Lord in prayer, as you incline yourself to spiritual disciplines, it helps with you on getting to a place of um, guarding your heart. So it says that it will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. So it's even though there are circumstances that will cause us to have fear or um, fright, we can have the peace of God and understanding the peace of God, having peace within, having the understanding that God is sovereign and is sovereign in our lives can help us as we go through the challenges, the trials, the adversities. I like the McLaren reference peace with God. It puts me in the mind of Peter facing Jesus and the rough waves. Jesus says, come to me. And he steps out. And he looks at the troubling waters. He begins to sink. And then Jesus stretches out his hand and Peter is with Jesus walking on the water and then I remember the disciples on the boat in Mark 4 from verse 35 crossing over the lake to the other side and Jesus was asleep on a pillow and then he comes to the surface after being aroused from his sleep by fearful, finicky in that moment where their faith is challenged. And then Jesus speaks to the winds and to the waves and says, peace, be still. Essentially what he was saying was shalom, shalom or peace, peace. But the thing that makes the connection for me is, and you know, people quarrel with the disciples for their lack of faith and, and Jesus challenges them because their response to the winds and the waves should have been what he did, speaking to the wind and the waves, realizing that they possess that authority but in the space the, the 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 faith space or the faith place that they were their response was to run to Jesus so that Jesus could come and speak to the winds and to the waves and I want to encourage someone in your faith place. I know Jesus chided the disciples and for the experiences that they've had with him, they should have known that they had authority to speak to those winds and to those waves. But I like the fact that when they came to wake him up, he got up. 
He did not say to them, go up and speak to the winds and the waves. When they ran to him, he got up, came to the surface, and he spoke to the winds and to the waves. There's a place where when you get into a certain faith place and maybe in that faith place, your natural response is a fear space. Call on him. Call on him. If your natural response is fear, then your next action must be an action of faith because it was faith that brought them to Jesus. It was not the faith that Jesus was looking for. I, I think Jesus was very deliberate when he got into the boat and he says, push out a little bit and he taught the people. And then he says, let us go over to the other side. That was not the intention. The intention was to push away from the shore, to leave the crowds for a little bit and to speak to them. In other words, when they were done with that, what should have happened is that they should have gone back to shore and then make their journey. But Jesus pushed them out into the waves for them to learn that very important lesson of faith. And I know that we should grow in our faith and so on, but we are growing in our faith and we will be challenged from time to time. But in our growing, we continue to turn to the God of peace. Turn your faith towards him when you're unable to turn your faith towards the thing, the object that is troubling you. Turn your faith towards God. For he will give you peace. You have peace with God. Thank you, Reverend Wilkes, for sharing that with us. We have peace and we can trust him. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, favorite, follow, share so that others can participate in the blessing. Thanks for being a part of this ministry in the word. Leave us a voice message with your feedback on how this is a blessing to you. Let us know if we can use your voice message in a testimonial about the blessings that this podcast has been or any questions that you may have that you would want us to address podcast we're also looking for your feedback once again thanks for being a part god bless you